Welcome to episode seven of Jesse J's Pinball Adventures. I'm Jesse J, and with me is my side piece, Ryan C. <laughs> what have we got? Have you got a big show today, Jess, or do we yeah. have a little un poquito show? <laughs> un poquito. No, we have a bumper episode on the cards today, and you know what? It's not actually anything to do with what's been going on in the pinball world, really. It's just a lot of shit talk from me. So strap in. Um, we've got, got a lot strap to go on, strapped in. Yeah, <laughs> did she get that from the three D printer? Ah, uh, man, that was. I can't believe I I can't believe I actually didn't hear you say that when we recorded the last episode. Um, no. for anyone that doesn't know what I'm talking about, I'm not going to repeat it because it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want you to know that you're an animal, Ryan. You're a bloody animal. You still and laugh anyway. Point. So was it a fake laugh? I, or you I just was didn't... laughing at something else. I straight up didn't hear you say that. If I'd heard that, anyway, three D printers. <sighs> Stay away. <laughs> so we've got a lot to go through. Um, where should we begin? Should we should we cover off pinball media for this week? Yeah, I um I'm just the editor, so I'm just here to to talk <laughs> about you in general. So you're the one who right. thinks of all the show notes. So I have no <laughs> idea what we're actually gonna talk about. So you I think you're deflecting a little bit. All right, well look, this week in pinball media, obviously there's been a little bit going on in the big world of pinball. Um, but we're not really here to talk about that too much. What I will say is that you paid me out for not watching the Avengers stream last episode. Um, and Deadflip did do another one subsequent to that that I had a look at. And I am now really psyched for Avengers. So it was a bit more of it was a bit of a different stream. Um, that went through the rules a bit more. They had Harrison, Drake, and Ray Day on there explaining what was happening as well, which was really helpful. So I'm psyched for you to get Is Harrison Drake his name, or is that two people, Harrison and Drake? I think that's the person's name. Okay. Because like we've discussed, people in the pinball world have the best freaking names, like Lyman F. Sheets. That's my favorite one so far, I think. Actually, no, Python Angelo. <laughs> Python Angelo is my favorite by far. Um, so I really enjoyed that one. Ray Day and I made a bit of a deal on that stream, which we can talk about later when we get to our new favorite uh, segment of I like, Bomb. I like how he's now Ray Day. Like before it was like, who's this Raymond Davison fellow? And now <laughs> Who is this guy? Is he a 50-year-old man? <laughs> yeah, and now you're like, ah, oh, just my mate Ray Day. Yeah, Ray Day. <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, what else has happened? I jump, I've i been such a stream hoe in the last fortnight. I've been on all the streams talking to all the people. It's been very fun. Um, Stern ran the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Heads Up Invitational. That was really fun, actually. Did, did you watch that live? I, I, I caught, I think, uh, the last 30... Uh, it only went for 45 minutes. So I, I saw a yeah. decent amount of it live. I think I came on yeah. right after Keith Owen was eliminated. Um, yes, by Snow Galvin. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. So, do you know how they filmed that, Jess? Um, I think they they explained it a little bit. So it was done remotely, right? Yeah, but they didn't know who they were going to be up against and what. Yeah. What thing was randomly going to be chosen? So, basically, they filmed all six challenges mm-hmm. for three rounds. Yep. So even if you got knocked down the first round, you still have you wouldn't to, know. Yeah, you wouldn't know until they... they I think know. that's cool. And, you know, people people are always going to bitch and moan about different things. And there were people, naysayers, being like, oh, you should have done it like this, or you shouldn't let Stern employees play, and this and that. Um, but, look, who cares? Like, we're in a pandemic. We're doing the best we can with what we've got. I think it was really fun. Yeah, the um, Heads Up Challenge is definitely the most fun, I think, pinball format in terms of intensity, because... Y- 
Yeah. It's very clear what you need to do. And usually you have the other person right next to you. Um, mm. Now, a lot of people in the pinball, you know, pod- podcasting community have said that the heads up challenge is the best format for people that don't know much about pinball. Cause it's like, it's mm-hmm. really easy. Like you, you just say, Hey, this person's going to hit this ramp, you know, four times. Um, yeah. I agree with that. What I don't agree with is, <laughs> I don't know about you, but you just get locked onto one play field. I can't actually yes. watch two play fields. So it's up to the commentators to kind of direct your site. Like, oh, hey, watch this person now because they're doing this. Um, yeah. And I guess if it's filmed in advance, then the production for that can be a lot better. Um, versus if it's live, then it's very hard to know, like, who is doing what and who they should sure. be directing to watch. So Yeah, I suppose that would rely on the commentators being very skilled. I mean, the commentation was good, I thought, and it, that was um, obviously done post, so it was a bit easier. But I think they pulled something really slick together. And even though it was 45 minutes, to me, it felt like about 10. Um, and obviously, I have the enthusiasm for pinball, but I think that that, like you said, it'd be a really accessible format for people that are just getting into it as well. So yeah, I was a big fan of that. I thought it was cool. Escher crushed it. Um, congrats to him. Um, but yeah, I was really excited to see Snow not Keith out. That was pretty fun. Come on, the gals. So <laughs> some I've been looking at. Um, Melbourne Silverball have been active this fortnight. I've jumped on with Marty and Eric. Eric took us through. This was actually my favorite stream of the fortnight. Um, Eric took us through some Aussie snacks the other night. So there was actually not so much pinball playing, which I was down with because we, he, through the benefit of the uh, the Americans in the chat, he explained, you know, all the best Aussie treats. So we had we had pies, we had sosos, we had Monte Carlos, Anzac biscuits. Um, we had snot. Did you know that vanilla slices are called snot blocks? What? That's new it... to me. <laughs> why? Why? What's snot block? <laughs> Apparently, this is common lingo in Australia, but I've actually never heard that before now. Let's go have some snot blocks. No one, no one wants to hear that. It doesn't sound appealing, does it? But a, a vanilla slice is such a beautiful treat. So I think we need a new marketing campaign there. Um, what else do we have? Neenish tarts, curly whirlies, Nobby's nuts. The whole thing, Ryan. Do you know what the slogan <laughs> is for Nobby's nuts? Nibble. Don't you want to nibble on Nobby's nuts? Nibble Nobby's nuts. Doesn't that sound appealing? Mmm, delicious. Is that just Australia? I don't. I don't even know if that's is that international. Um, do you want me to? Hang on, I'm going to fact check this right now. I mean, I, I learned through the chat that Americans don't really have pies. Did you know that? Mm, they call them something else, right? I don't know. They have pies. They, they just. I mean, I think that fruit pies are quite common there, like cherry pies and apple pies, but not meat pies. Nobby's Nuts America. This, remember when we went through our Google histories the other week? This one's going to be a little different. Nibble Nobby's Nuts. <laughs> it's not coming up with anything um, promising for me. Uh, okay, so, yeah, Eric's stream is great. Um, I've been chatting to the poor men as well. I think you need to get on board with the poor man's Kimball podcast, Ryan, because it is great fun. You need to get around it. Okay, I will. I'll, yeah. I'll, find, I'll find time to do it. You'd better. Um, yeah, so the Pullman and I had a discussion. They were talking about what they would like to see in pinball innovations, right? And this was before the Deep Root leak slash reveal. Um, and one of them said that they would like to see, you know, glass on a pinball machine that lifts up like a hood. Um, I understand that ha- maybe has been done before, but not super commonly. And I was like, oh, that's so freaking lazy. Like if all the things that you could ask for in pinball – that's the number one thing that you want. And and I called them out and uh, I was like, you know, you and me, we're going to have a challenge. I think it was Drew. 
we're going to have a challenge. We're going to have a race to see who can get the glass off a pinball machine the quickest. And then they were like, oh, but we're always drinking when we do our shows. So, you know, we've got a handicap. And I tried to do it the other night a few deep. And I have to admit that it is actually really hard when, you <laughs> when you're sober. It's easy though, right? It you, what? What's the hard part? Like you... You're coordinating, getting the glass back in when you piss. Ah, uh, okay, okay. You gotta line it up, you know. Yeah, I guess. I guess getting it off is the easy part. Yeah, you can just slide it off, but getting it back in without breaking it when you have had a few. So you you find it you find it easy to get off when you're drunk, Jess, but you find it easy to get it in. <laughs> you disgust me, Ryan. <laughs> I'm talking about this pinball glass. What the fuck are you talking mm-hmm. about? Jesus Christ! Sure you Carrot. are. Sure, you are. All right, so you've been a stream yeah. ho. You, I have been... been a stream ho. Poor man and I, I issued them an apology for being a, a sassy bitch, so we're friends again now. <laughs> but get on there Monday night for Americans, I think, or Tuesday mornings for us Aussie folk. They're recording live, and if you want to see me talking shit, that's where I'll be. So get on board. Other than that, uh, it's pretty much just Deep Root that's left. Look. What, for the whole podcast? Is that your entire show notes? And now no, no, is... no. This is for pinball media. This okay. is the pinball media <laughs> section. Oh, my God. It's like you've never met me before. <laughs> Deep root. All I right. Well, this is, this is the part that I'm interested in because you don't yep. really know the entire history of Deep Root. And I'm, and I'm still not going to tell you all of it because it's very boring mm-hmm. and long. Okay. Um, so what is your take on all of this? Like, how do you make sense of what's going on? I'm sure you've got, like, a um, lot of people on Friends on Facebook now, so your Facebook feed is probably just, like, full of 99% pinball stuff. It really is. Um, and, you know, everyone's got their opinion. Look, as a newcomer to the scene, like I've said to you in, in the past, I don't know about or care about any kind of drama or history that anyone has. So that's good for me. It's a good place to be in, I think. And I don't know anything about the history of Deep Root. What I can observe, and I think this is being commonly expressed, is that there might have been a bit of bravado from Mm. Deep Root, which hasn't been backed up. Um, And, you know, I think that especially in Australia, like we have the whole tall poppy syndrome thing, right? Like we don't like people getting a big head. If you get a big head and you have nothing to back it up with, um, (laughs) it's not going to go well for you here. Um, that said, though, it, it's all marketing, I guess. It makes me think of, and here we go again with another Jesse J combat sports analogy, but it makes me think of the UFC or like boxing. You know, fighters trash talk each other leading up to a fight because they're trying to generate interest. And, I mean, that's that's really what it's done as well. The, yes, they haven't delivered yet, mm. but there has been some trash talking which has got people paying it's a, It is a bit different, though. Like, I know part of the trash talking in, uh, you know, wrestling. Well, that's to get viewers, yeah, yeah, and they and most of them get paid very similarly, right? Like, so if you lose, you get you know fifty million dollars. If you win, you get sixty million dollars, or, or you know depends uh, on the fight. Not right? always. There can be a big discrepancy, but the whole point of the trash talk is to generate viewers because they get paid a pay per view cut as well. Whereas this is different, I guess, because you're relying on people to purchase your product. Yeah. So if you so, if you win or you lose, like there is actually a big difference because if you lose, you're yeah, not getting paid. You at make all. no money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's, it's um, been it's been the common theme for for Deep Root since uh, Inception, and Inception wasn't revealing a pinball machine. Inception was just announcing and having a logo and registering yeah. a, a domain, saying 
we are going to, like, destroy everybody. Uh, mm. You know, not a direct quote, but <laughs> we will ship more <laughs> pinball machines than, than all the companies combined in 2000 and uh, maybe this year, 2020. Um, yeah. We are going to be able to do this, and we are going to be able to do that. And even just, like, two weeks ago, like, please submit your quotes from Stern about, like, all their shitty excuses about why... You know, your pinball machine dimples and this, this, and that. And then they were posting quotes from Jody Dankberg and like the birth mm. of Deep Root. And, and it's like, all right, well, like, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt because it's been three years of trash talking. So show yeah. me what you got. And then, yeah. and then the non reveal and then the dump of kind of information. And it was just like, yeah. oh man, one, too much information, too many trademarks for things that are cool, but not necessarily. You know, every, everyone, the popular thing to do on Facebook and um, Pinside was... Um, are you a Simpsons fan, Jess? Uh, vaguely. Not really. Everyone knows this episode, though, where, like, Homer... Um, I haven't seen it in probably 15 years. So I'm probably butchering it. But when Homer goes to um, work for a car manufacturer and he's got all these, like, great ideas, like, hey, how come you don't do this and do that? So, like, all right, unlimited budget, like, go and design a car, Homer. Um, and he just designs this thing, which is just this, this like ugly yeah. mess because like, <laughs> one. that doesn't yeah. really look like a car. Um, and that was just a funny little thing that people were posting around, but, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's kind of frustrating when someone like, and yeah, I'm not sure if it's, it's entrenched in like Aussie culture, but, um, Aussie is kind of like the battler, which is, is what, um, the, the slang term is like the underdog, I guess. Yes. And that's common in, in the U S as well. I mean, like half the movies with sports is like, you know, the underdog story and, and you, you, true. you, you barrack for them and you root for them and you want them to succeed. And in mm-hmm. pinball, the best example of that is spooky pinball and spooky pinball. I don't want to say they can get away with murder, but they can get away with a lot more because Charlie, uh, and his family are such nice people and they're so mm-hmm. humble. Um, and because of that, you want them to succeed. Yes. Everybody wants this pinball company to succeed, but the figurehead of this pinball company is Robert Mueller, and he has, you know, bravado, like a, a large ego, which is fine if he delivers, but when they don't kind of deliver on it, then... yes. That's the thing. You have to have something to back it up with, right? Yeah, the, the natural reaction is kind of like to laugh and make fun of the person and no one yeah. wants to do that like I don't want to no one wants to be like oh yeah go bankrupt and, and you know that serves you right for making all these promises no one mm. wants that but it just it just doesn't do anything for the company still yeah. to I mean yeah and as a newcomer like I, I can only give my perspective as someone who's who's new to the scene um, but if I was looking at purchasing a machine, for example, and I had the options of Stern or Deep Root as they stand, I mean, obviously they haven't produced a product yet for purchase anyway, but it'd be t- a tough sell for Deep Root to get my money right now. And that, I like some of the ideas that they've got too. Um, I think some of the stuff, the you know, the innovations that they're spruiking are cool and could be really good, but as it stands, it, yeah, it'd be tough for them to get my money for sure. And I, I want them to succeed, though, because, you know, the proliferation of pinball, we want the pinball cult to be worldwide, right? We want a competitive market and we want people to have options. But, yeah, it's not looking too promising, unfortunately. Yeah. And and you can't buy a deep root pinball yet 
so they're not asking no. for your money, so you still have to give them a bit, of, a bit of leeway. But it's just astonishing that we are uh, three weeks in, three sorry, three years in, and we're still yeah. having the same kind of conversation. We've got a little bit more to talk about now, but when me and Marty first heard about this, we were like just making fun of it, and you can still make fun of Deep Root today if you want to, um, you know, because they haven't really produced anything and they haven't shown how they're going to make these things, and mm. um, yeah, but. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts about the themes that they that they announced? Do I ever? Do I ever? And look, again, I don't want to come here and just shit on them. Like, I, you know, there's some great people working there, I'm sure, and they've got good ideas. But the themes really need some work, Ryan. They really need some work. First of all, food truck theme. What's wrong with food truck? Everyone, everyone loves a food truck, Jess. Make it Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares, as I proposed a few weeks ago, or get the fuck out. I don't want a food truck. <laughs> Where's the pressure? We want Gordon's Kitchen Nightmares. We want the Idiot pressure, Sandwich. Hey, the pressure is like, don't fuck up your food truck because they'll leave a bad review on Yelp. Like, there's nothing Aww. worse than the sh- the shame of social media, like, <laughs> cancel culture. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it's actually a bit of, you know, sociological <laughs> making a commentary on the state of the world and social media, are we? That's pretty deep for a pinball machine. It's it's funny because people <laughs> people were like shitting on it that theme and then everyone was just like hey like don't you remember Diner the pinball machine like that sold X amount of units and that was really c- cool and like okay. yeah like in the late eighties it was 80s. cool because like <laughs> you could do that back then and yeah and 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 who was buying pinball machines back then operators operators are just like yeah. sure I'll fucking buy your stupid pinball machine i'll put it on site and i'll make shit loads of money and then i'll throw it in the trash oh what do you got next oh you got whirlwind cool it's a cool. it's a pinball machine about about like a hurricane i, I don't give a shit like put it on site like <laughs> no one gave a shit like those people yeah. that were putting machines on locations weren't enthusiasts they didn't like love pinball they loved money people. yeah Correct. so the people that are buying pinball machines now uh, mm. Like more than fifty percent of them aren't operators; they're people that are putting it in their home. And I don't think not only food truck. I just don't think people people don't buy like original themes, regardless of how yeah. cool they are. I, I am like one of the biggest supporters of original themes. Um, I love the fact that people have the balls to make uh, TNA, you know, Total Nuclear Annihilation, dialed in. Yeah. Even Oktoberfest. Like I didn't once think when they announced Oktoberfest, like ah, oh, this isn't going to sell. Like I was just like, yeah, make it. Like. What a cool yeah. theme. You can do whatever you want. At the end of the day, you just want a cool game. But Correct. if you're <laughs> I don't know, if you're spending millions of dollars on <laughs> all these innovations, then you gotta you gotta have some crazy thing for people to buy, right? Yeah, look, I mean the one that I got really stuck on and I think that this has been particularly polarizing was Fire and Brimstone. Oh yeah. Um the, the multi denominational religious pinball theme. Well, all I'm gonna say about that is that if I wanted to be told I'm going to go to hell in a gamified experience, I would just go back to Sunday school. <laughs> well, that's, I don't want to pay money for that. <laughs> I already know I'm going to hell. <laughs> this is the weird thing, right? Like, if you're <laughs> multi-denominational, just so on this, that, that means, like, multiple religions. Yes. Okay. But fire and brimstone usually is associated with... Well, that makes me think of, like, evangelical, you know, fundamentalist Christianity. Yeah. Um, and there's only one other person who really wanted to do this, and it's it's Ben Heck, and you might not know who he is, but he's the guy who kind of, like, helps... Good name. Yeah. Yeah? You like that one? <laughs> ben Heck? Heck. Heck. Yeah. Yep. 
So I will. His I think his last name is Hecker Hecker Dome or something. Anyway, oh, don't Ben's, Ben Heck. <laughs> ben Heck. What the heck, Ben Heck? Ben is a really cool, quirky kind of guy, and he's an engineer, and he helped Spooky start up, and um, he has his own like his YouTube famous. He has his own show, like, show on YouTube. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, he wanted to make a pinball machine for Spooky that was of a similar vein, and Spooky was kind of like never on board with it. Yeah. Um, and then I think he wanted to maybe do it on his own, or I can't remember what happened, but then Robert Mueller... Oh, and then, okay, sorry, Ben also worked with John Papaduke, um, mm-hmm. and Raza, Radioactive Zombie Adventureland, was originally yeah. meant to be Ben Heck's Radioactive Zombie Adventureland. Right. But then that kind of got changed, because Ben realized that John is kind of, like, a bit out there. <laughs> um okay. Anyway, I've got the whole point of this story, but... I was going to say, where is this going? <laughs> where, where is this going? It's just it's giving you a bit of information about um, the fact there's only two people in the world that think this is a, a good idea, a and good one idea. of them is Robert Mueller, and the other one is, is uh-huh. Ben Heck. Um, yeah. Who knows? I mean, actually, wasn't, I there, wasn't that... there some guy on that that, t- that um, movie that you watched, uh, Special When Lit? Didn't they yeah. interview a collector who was just like, my dream theme is a religious pinball machine? Uh, doesn't ring a bell. Was it the Italian guy? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's one, one of the other, the other ones. I'm not sure. I just think that, I mean, you know, clearly from things that I've said, I'm not particularly religious and I'm totally fine with people having their religious beliefs of any kind. That's not an issue for me, but I think that we should probably keep it out of pinball. Let's keep the religion and the politics mostly out of pinball games, at least, you know, people in the community are obviously going to interact and intersect and have their views on different things. And that's going to come out on social media. Fine. But if you're actually playing a game, I don't know if I want to see that. How many religions will be in there? There's thousands of religions. There are there are a lot. Yeah, I know you can't. Multi, de- I know non-specific, you can't, more than one. <laughs> yeah, I know you can't depict certain religions, like the the um, the gods of certain religions. Like if you depict them in any um, form, like try and draw their their gods, like their likenesses. When... Yeah, yeah, it's an issue. Um, yeah, look, I just think that that is fraught with <laughs> potential problems. So look, good. Ultimately, good luck to Deep Root. I would love to see them succeed. Um, I think it's always good to have more competition in any industry, but it's just been a bit, yeah, it's, it's been a bit of a time. It's been a bit of an interesting time. <laughs> how, about the, how about the pin bar? Let's talk for five seconds about the pin bar. Pin bar. So... Uh, that's one thing I wrote that I actually like the look of. Yeah. I think that that looks cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, you sent me footage of Alien, um, you playing Alien a little while ago, and it had the display in the play field. Yeah. Um, and I think that's cool because, you know, you have a – if you have a mirror display, then it, you don't have to look up at the back box as much. I think that could be good. But I also just liked – it seemed to have a lot of features for um, operators as well, which could be handy. I don't know. It's something new, you know. I'm, I think that it's good to try new things. Yeah. And I can't really see any downsides to that. People are making a really big fuss about the lock bar being pointy. Yeah. Toughen up, guys. Oh. It doesn't look that bad. It's not like they've attached blades to the side of it. You said you said just the just last podcast, like, oh yeah, I've been getting some bruises from shoving the shadow around. You know, look at me, poor <laughs> Jess. I got I've been hip thrusting it. In a little it. posh British accent like that as well. Yeah, I'm trying to make you sound like a bit of an idiot. All right, so you be, you, you were saying that, and now you're like, ah, oh, who cares about this? Like, if you play the shadow, if if you played. But I'm not smashing the corner of the lock bar, though. I'm talking, and, and that's my bad from for slapping it, you know. But it's 
it's the edge of that metal underneath your lock bar, which like needs to be filed or something. But it's not. I'm not smashing the very corner of it. Well, you're not. You're not moving the machine right, then, are you, Jess? <laughs> you're not doing it right. That's if the you're not building, you're the not growing. <laughs> okay, well, maybe I'm doing it wrong. But anyway, look, I just don't. I, people are really focused on that, and I just don't think it seems like that much of an issue. But what do I know? <laughs> people, people will latch on to anything. My, my, uh, the the biggest thing with the whole deep root. Um, release of information is that like usually usually in software development you aim for something called an MVP and that's not the most valuable player it's the, the minimum viable product right so like mm-hmm. what what can we do to just like get this thing released which is going to serve the minimum purpose and if you try and add too many features to the MVP well then it's not really the MVP but if you try and add too many features on the first release then um, things can go wrong like um, you're going to yeah. get caught you know trying to like do something that isn't your main purpose like the the functional requirements right and i kind of see that in this project where like they've got the pin bar and they've got all these features and they've got a new back box and three different versions and Mm. um you know you can you can call an operator you can you can do (laughs) the slam to a podcast we're kind of like making jokes about like it's going to turn into a sentient machine and tell you that you're playing shit (laughs) and that like you you should call your operator it's pretty funny um can we get steve ritchie in there (laughs) play better (laughs) yeah play better but like it it logs down like every single like switch hit and stuff so play better and it will tell you like what you need to do to play better analytics yeah and like Mm -hmm. the 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 pin pod which is just like a, a fancy name for like a box to ship your pinball around like they're trying to do so many things at once but they haven't done anything yet, if that makes sense. Um, yes. And there's, I think there's value in like, they would like just ship one product and make it have like 20% of these amazing features that you've got. Mm-hmm. And and then, I don't know, like why does every, and then roll it back um, retroactively yeah. to all the other machines. So it's like, a bit why? too ambitious. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Too much going on. Yeah. Did you actually hear um, Robert Mueller? No, I didn't. So... He actually talked about Deep Root, and um, you might have missed it, so I'm just going to play a little bit for you now. Okay. This is Robert Mueller exclusively uh, talking about the pin bar. Okay. Well, you know, brother, the pin bar is the most powerful revolutionary innovation ever to be added to a <laughs> pinball machine, dude. It takes the modern touch display used countless times a day on our smartphones, tablets, laptops, and kiosks <laughs> and creates a permanent blank canvas for us to expand pinball with infinite possibilities, dude. It links the physical world to the digital. It opens doors to nearly endless new ways to interact with your pinball machine, brother. We want to challenge the last few decades of pinball that were obviously not innovative by changing from a habit of walking up to a deep root machine and saying, where's the start button, to walking up to any non-deep root (laughs) machine and asking, where's the pin bar? I have a question. I have a question straight off the bat. Was that Jeff Teolis? No, that was not Jeff Teolis. There there are other people in the podcasting world, Jess, that uh, know how to do voices. I know, but I'm after hearing Jeff Teolis do um, Sylvester Stallone the other day. I'm just—I assume that anyone doing a voice is Jeff now. No, that was—that was actually Ron Hallett from the Slam Tilt podcast. Like, you, you got to listen. Okay. If I listen to Paul Mann's Pinball podcast, you have to listen to the latest episode of of Slam Tilt. I will. They—they. They went... I'm sure we're both going to like each of those. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So right at the end, he said, uh, "We want people to walk up to like any other machine and be like, where's the pin bar?'" So uh-huh. I don't know. Are you gonna are you gonna be walking up to like the Avengers pinball machine? I'm like, fuck! I really want to enjoy where's this game, but like, dude, where's the pin bar? Yeah, I want to be able to call 
the Slam Tilt podcast live from the machine yeah. and get a Robert Mueller impersonation. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not fucking playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I don't know. In, 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 in November when I get my... Um... When I get my Avengers LE, uh, and I, I guess by then I should be able to invite some people over to my house for like a, a little <laughs> unboxing ceremony. I just want yes. like one person to just like it, this would be like one of five people because I can't invite too many people. I just want to sit there and we all like we, we get the pinball machine up and running and like who wants to play the first game? I want someone to be like, you know what, Ryan, I'm just not feeling it. Like, where the fuck is the pin bar? Why did you invite yeah. me? You spent fourteen and a half grand <laughs> on this machine. Where the fuck is the pin bar? get out of here look it's a, it's a very good question yeah speaking of playing pinball with other humans we've been able to do that now yeah we caught up a couple that's times. been very exciting my little bubble buddy so i came to the dirty dungeon well wait first <laughs> I, I came to your house <laughs> you came to my place you came to my place and tried to oh my gosh so i got an even better grand champion score of 1.9 billion on shadow which i'm very proud of and as I sent you yesterday, I had another game of 1.6 billion, which means I've just got one more like billion plus game to go and I will have officially wiped you from your own machine, which will make me really happy. Um, I really I really so you- enjoyed playing your machine before <laughs> where I was just kind of like adding to my GC. But when I came over and I, I knew I had, I guess, an hour and a half to have dinner and just knock you off the high score list... I, I the was pressure was like, on. Yeah, I was like yelling at the pinball machine, getting frustrated <laughs> and restarting my game. And yeah, you had a little tanty. <laughs> yeah, it's um, that's a for for that machine. It's a very good score. I spent yeah an hour and a half. Thank you. Like hoovered my food, just inhaled it, so I could like play more pinball. <laughs> I finished eating, and I was just like, so I know we could like sit here and like chat about how you are and all that kind of stuff, but can like, I just like you, go back to playing pinball, please? <laughs> Right, I made you a pie and everything. I made I meticulously made you a strawberry tart. You were like, "Fuck this tart! I need to be the champ again." Yeah, I'm like, "Sorry, did you forget that I'm lactose intolerant? I would like to play Shadow right now, please." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fair, but your your attempt was there was an attempt made and it wasn't very successful. So, yeah, the, the, these these billion and a half plus games are legit, um, and I watched you get like two or three super vengeances in a row and um yeah i don't know that's pretty you're, you're dialed into that game the trick oh, yeah. now is to dial into other games and learn translate how to, that across yeah learn how yeah, to adjust well, what, other okay, games i'm interested to see then what you think because we talked about this last time too i came to your place after that and played on a couple of your machines and i think that i'm definitely playing better than the last time you saw me but i'm not crushing those machines like i am with shadow yeah, I feel like you. Yeah, I feel like you've programmed yourself now that, like, you know, if you shoot anywhere to, like, from the left flipper to the right, you're going to hit uh, the ramp, the mode start hole, or the orbit. Whereas if you do that on a different game, you're going to hit a brick wall potentially. Yeah. Like, you... what's your your critical take though? Do you think that I'm playing better generally? Obviously, Jess. <laughs> no, I'm serious because I didn't really think that I was that much. That a little bit improved for sure, but yeah, you are. I think you I just, know, you just can't take for granted. Like when when you miss a shot in another game, like my Metallica is still set up extremely hard, um, yeah, and you struggled on that a little bit that. just to get like any multiple started because, well, as I said, yeah. it's extremely hard Metallica, but it's so fun though. Yeah, like like with that game, you have to totally slow the game down and pick your shots mm. off versus kind of like playing on the fly and flipping. Um, so you kind of have to adjust your game that way. Did you hear me? I remember, um, so I played your Metallica, I played your Tron, Star Trek, 
Attack from Mars. I hadn't actually played Attack from Mars before that, or maybe like once ages ago at your place. Um, I don't think I did though, because you were off like around the corner, out of sight, doing something with Tron. The first time that I got like the Martian mode and they start jumping up and down. Did you hear me giggling? Yeah, yeah, I could hear you. (laughs) I was delighted. Oh my gosh. And that's the kind of thing that I think is so fun about pinball, like getting new modes and seeing things like that on a machine. You know, that's an old machine, but it just, it totally tickled me. I thought that was a lot of fun and I really want to put my time into that. Yeah, um, you had a couple of good games of that, but I think the one you liked the most was was Star Trek as your first game on that. Um, and I said I wasn't watching you. I was I was fixing an opto issue on Tron that's been there for for months that I've been ignoring. Um, yeah. And yeah, I heard you absolutely crush that game on the first go and get into all the multi balls and go through a bunch of modes. And yeah, um, naturally people will gravitate. To <laughs> I the like games. it because I did well on it. <laughs> um, but it wasn't just that though. It, it just shoots really really nicely. Like Shadow has some issues, and I don't know if it's not. I don't know if there's some leveling issues going on there or something, but there's some. It's it doesn't feed very well to the flippers, um, yeah. and Star Trek just shot so smoothly in comparison. I really liked that. Yeah, Star Trek's the game that yeah, when you hit an orbit, it'll perfectly land on the flipper and not hit the oh, slingshots. And a lot of <laughs> a lot of stern games in particular. Well, I know Shadow for sure. Shadow's got the upper right flipper, so you're gonna have issues with it, kind of like perfectly landing on the um on the lol flipper if you leave it um but even even my my left orbit kind of like goes too far to the right that's just a bunch like you can just like bend the rails a little bit if you want um yeah but a lot of stern games when a ball zips around the orbit it'll land Mm -hmm. on the flipper quite well but if it's a slow release from the orbit it'll bang into the side of the slingshot either the top of the slingshot or the middle where it'll fire off into an, an outlane, and it's kind of a problem where you have to, like, give it a bit of a whack on the side. Oh, yeah, I remember you showing me this. Yeah, which is, like, is is fine. Like, if you know that in a comp and you do that versus someone else not doing it, then you're going to kind of have the advantage. But if, you, yeah. if it's at home and you do that for hours, that's when you get, like, sore, sore wrists, and it's annoying. <laughs> you get injuries. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, that was fun. It was really good to play some other machines and obviously to hang out with my esteemed colleague, Ryan C. I guess you're okay. <laughs> um, other than that, I think that's that's pretty much the extent of the play updates. There's no – we're still in lockdown. Big Dan announced a rollback of the restrictions today. Have you caught up with the coronavirus latest today, Ryan? Uh, I think there's no curfew anymore, so I can be – No more curfew. Yay. But still, everything else is still pretty similar. Midnight pinball. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially, it's pretty similar to how it was, so... Oh, wait, yeah. So, no curfew. That means that, like, if I come over your house, I don't have to leave. Midnight pinball. Yeah. Midnight madness. Correct. Exactly. Um, but there are events going on in other states. So, I got another email from my little buddy, Ivy, um, who informed me that she'd been to the West Coast Pinball Fest, which looked pretty awesome so it's really heartening to see that there are events going on in other states um hopefully we can get that happening here soon but yeah that was yeah, the first was time pretty... they they ran that and um oh really yeah it looks western good. australia is like this it's so far away from it's kind of like the distance from new york to california uh except that kind of like everything's on the east coast in australia and they're all mm. the way in the west on their own but it's so expensive to fly there, right? Like I, when I was looking at holidays a couple of years ago, I thought, oh, I'll go to Perth. You know, it'd be cool to visit Perth. And it was literally cheaper for me to fly to Japan. Yeah. So I went there. 
So yeah, it it is. It's very far removed from the rest of us here. Yeah. Um, it's it's yeah, it's a cool place. Um, there's lots of cool people in Western mm-hmm. Australia and, and and Perth that are into pinball, and we just kind of got them like their own state with the IFPA competitive play. And um, Dan Robar, the guy who's the head of, of IFPA in Australia, was kind of like gearing up, and and that was meant to be this like big event to introduce competitive pinball to everyone. Um, I'm not sure oh. if they they had tournaments or not, but I guess they they weren't IFPA approved, but that doesn't mean that they there still couldn't be tournaments. So yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Anyway, well, I'm just pleased to see it happening. Um, I want to want people to die. I don't care what you <laughs> want to talk about now. I want to jump straight to my favorite segment. Which is Which Bachelors is... of Motherfucking Pinball. <laughs> we need to bring some drama. There's been too much serious talk. This is bullshit. Yeah, this, this is, is, not this is a boring episode. We just, want to, we just want to talk about with dating. Um, so, <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell? All right, I've got Jess on. Did I just on, flash on you? Video. Yeah, Sorry. you just flashed me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to pull my dress down. Jess is wearing a skirt. Um, I... She just got up and... Yeah, I, I saw a little I too much. I didn't realize that I was in the shot there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah, okay, so bump. Before we get into the next bump, we need to recap the last bump. Yeah, okay, so the way this bump segment works, we record pretty much every two weeks. So you've got two weeks <laughs> to get in contact or the bump themselves to get in contact with you. And you got you got <laughs> two weeks to seal the deal because once the next bump is announced, like it's over, it's, it's game That's on, it. it's over. Is it, or or are they going to have to like fight each other like a battle royale? Yeah, I don't know. Are you worth it? I are you worth it, Jesse J? Hell yeah, I am. Okay. <laughs> so how did you go with uh, Raymond Davison, aka Ray Day? Ray Day. Yeah. Well, clearly we're on nickname terms now. Um, I I actually slid into Ray's DMs. <laughs> oh, you slid in early, did you? So, yeah, so it was a preemptive slide in because, you know, after the last bump, I was like, oh, I just don't know how this is going to go. I should probably say hi to this bloke, you know, before we start, um, before you start selling him to me on air. So I said, hey, to Ray. Um, and we ended up bonding quite quickly over our mutual love of Weird Al Yankovic. So that was fun. Um, Ray's great. He's a lovely dude. We're not in a long term relationship at this stage but oh, well. but what i will add is that we did like i said we made a deal um on the dead flip stream well i don't know if it was so much as a deal that ray agreed to so much as a deal that jack and i made <laughs> that ray is now involved in so all i'm gonna say is if you have ordered an avengers infinity quest put butts as the high score and if Ray Day has held up his end of the bargain, then I'll see you all at our wedding in Chicago. <laughs> okay? How do you spell Is it butts, B-U-T-T-S? B-U-T-T-S, butts. I wonder, right? okay. When you do that, a certain thing is meant to happen. Um, Ray was going to code something in. If that happens, then I'm going to marry him. I will fly over there and I will marry Ray. All right. Should we, just, should, we just kill the, should we just kill the segment then? Well, no, because no one's been able to test it yet. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. And what's the and what what if you what if you have your machine set to three initials only? Is it B, BTS? <laughs> Look, we haven't gone that far. Okay, it's butts or nothing. It's hard because like there's a bunch of <laughs> games from the '90s, I believe, that have a feature similar to that. Like if you if you write Moo as as the high score, I think our Shadow does it. It'll Moo at you, 
And it's kind of like, well, like, do I want to give up my initials for this really shitty joke? Like... Like, can you imagine you sitting yeah, as a friend? There's a marriage writing on this one. I need the pinball community to rally around the first, the inaugural bomb and put butts into all of their pinball machines. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But look, it's, it has, it's definitely started a beautiful friendship. Um, <laughs> I don't know if Ray's just putting up with me, if he's just being nice. Because <laughs> I'll be like, hey, Ray. How's, how's, you should get on Melbourne Silver Bowl that we're talking about Australian snacks. Do you know what a curly whirly is? And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably busy trying to do actual work. Um, All right. Yeah, so Shut up. Enough I'll about Ray. Ray's gone. Ray's, Ray's last week's okay, episode he's done. news. Cancelled. Cancelled. Sorry, Ray. Bye. Goodbye forever. All right. Let me introduce you to a guy who, you know. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jess. How about, how about we try this one on for size? Yep. Um, <laughs> I am at the ready to Google right now. Would you be interested in a 27-year-old? Look, it's... Just say yes. I prefer an older Just man. say yes. Play along. Yes. Let's start okay. again. Yes. <laughs> would you be... You know, why would you date someone who's number one in the world when you can date someone who is 198th in the world? Why would you Why would you go for the top when, like, he's just going to have this massive ego? Like, Ray's just... Pff, always talks about how he's number one. Hey, I'm Ray. I'm number one, by the way. Like, a guy who's 198, <laughs> like, that's that's a good level, right? It's an underdog. You know, we do love an underdog in Australia. Yeah, and your last name is really shit, okay? Uh, and <laughs> your last name is really shit, so wouldn't you like the last name Sexton? <laughs> Maybe. 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 All right, so Keep let, going. let me introduce you to this nice guy. His, um... He's about five six. He's a bit of a he's a bit of a short guy, so you can you can dominate Shorty. him. He's incredibly nice. <laughs> you might not know who he is exactly, but he he was the guy who was hosting the Stern Pro Circuit with Jack Danger. So it was a side by side Tim. comparison. Tim Sexton. Um, Tim Tim Sexton. Okay, I'm googling. I remember that. How many? If you were to date a guy... Um, is Tim Sexton dead? Is, no, type in... <laughs> the first thing that comes up is Tim Sexton death. This is not a good start. I, w- <laughs> I don't want Weekend at Bernie's. I want a living bomb, please. <laughs> um, he used to appear often on the Slam Tilt podcast, and I distinctly remember an episode where um, he was reliving a tournament that, that happened, recounting, sorry, a tournament that just happened like the previous week. Um, and he was talking about something happening in the tournament, and he was waiting for his game, and he was sexting a girl. So he's openly admitted that he enjoys uh, sexting, which means a long-term relationship, Jesse J, is on the cards. <laughs> this is... I don't know if I love that or if I hate that or if it's somewhere in the middle. One more thing. <laughs> What's the minimum amount of testicles someone needs to have if they were to date you, Jess? <laughs> This is a loaded question. Um, at least three. <laughs> You're in luck because Tim Sexton actually has three testicles. Fuck off. I thought you were going to say one. No. Oh, my God. Well, he, Wait, he, is this public knowledge? This poor guy. Yes, this is, this is, this is public knowledge. Tim Sexton okay. um, had three testicles. <laughs> he got one of them removed. Um, so he's, well, he's down to two now, but he, he's so potent. He once had three testicles. He literally had an extra ball. Yes, yes, exactly. Yep. That joke's been made. It's been, it's been drained to death, but we're introducing him to you. So 
Tim, are you friends with him already on Facebook? Are you looking him up? Uh, I don't know, actually. Hang on, let me fact let me fact check. <laughs> are we friends? Um, no, we're not. Cool. We are not friends. By the so, way, Tim... if you if you want to be the bump of the week, you can submit yourself or a friend to me, but they have to kind of be like in the in the pinball public eye. I don't I don't want any random dudes like, oh hey, this is John Smith. He likes pinball and he lives. I don't care. You got to be. You got to have three testicles or be the number one player. Yeah, you got to have something. Yeah, there's going to be a yeah something notable about you. Okay. Cool. So that's the the bump of the week is is Tim Sexton. Okay. Cool. Well, um, Tim, you know what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sing me Weird Al Yankovic like Ray did, or <laughs> no dice. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm sorry to anyone who knows Tim and Tim Does himself. Does Tim know that you're doing this? No. No. Oh my gosh, you're such an asshole. That's all right. Tim's a cool guy. <laughs> He's a cool guy. All right, bump number two. So, <laughs> okay. I still need to recover. I love from how you second. said three testicles sticking out of you. I thought I seriously thought you were gonna say one. <laughs> uh, Nailed it. Ah, uh, zingy bingy. All right, cool. Um. <laughs> I don't want Zingy Bingy to be the thing um, anymore. I want it to be. Where's the pin bar? Where is the? Yeah, okay. Or where's the three D printer? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Deep pinball machines will be able to three D three D print? You know, Jack Danger's. You know, you know what? We're not going there, no, Ryan. Okay, going there. <laughs> All right. You're an animal. Hey, I've got a quiz for you this week. Are you ready? Ah, go for it. All right. This is courtesy of Dr. John, as always. So Dr. John's got a brand new quiz for you, which is the Stern Codenames quiz. Ooh, okay. Are you ready for this? Okay. I, I, so, might, be, I might be pretty good at this. Okay. You reckon? Okay, cool. Well, we've got quite a few entries here, <clears throat> so we'll just get straight into it. What are – these are obviously codenames for games that were in development at the time. What are the codenames for – Ghostbusters. Harold. Well done. Good start. Star Trek. Star Trek? Yeah. Uh, fuck, I've got it downstairs. I can just go and look. <laughs> what do you mean you can go and look? How do you know? It's printed on the edge of the play field, or like stuck on with a sticker, and it's also in the Ooh. wiring loom. Okay. Um, Star Trek. Don't cheat. You've got three seconds. Uh, three, two... One. No. Fail. You failed. It's Bill. Bill? Bill, who's, yeah. Who's Bill? I have no idea. Okay, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> okay, this one's probably my favorite. Walking Dead? Oh, God, it's also downstairs. Uh, it's something good with walkers. Nope. Fish tank? No. It's dinner time. Dinner time, <laughs> L.E., that's it. Oh, God damn. I love that. That's great. I shouldn't have said I'm going to be good at this. I just know, like, five of them. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick. We're going to do a quick fire quiz. WWE. Underwear. <laughs> it's dudes. Dude. Mustang. Oh, horse something. Horses. <laughs> Biscuit. Biscuit. Game of Thrones. Man, I'm so bad at this. Game of Thrones. Yeah, you were so confident. You suck, Ryan. <laughs> it's because I, I think that's because I I know like five of them, and I just thought um, I thought it was gonna be the other way around. I thought you're gonna like like say the name of what it is, and then... okay, we can do that way. We'll t- we'll twist, we'll spin it. Okay, I'll, Game of Thrones is Politico. Politico. All right, so now we'll go code name, and you guess the game. Sure. Code name is toys. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
Um, I don't know. Pass. Oh, Aerosmith. Putting the toys in the basket. I was just about to get it. James. James is Metallica. Nice. Shark. Shark was a Jaws psych out, and that was like two years ago. Shark. Ah, oh, uh, Batman. Nice. Grandpa. Grandpa was Black Knight. No. No, that was Monsters. Oh, okay. Okay, we're nearly there. Nearly at the end. Fairy hats. That's the one that I know for sure. That's Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice one. Is that a reference to Guardians that I don't know? Or yeah, it's random? like to do with the raccoon kind of like being used to make a hat. Right. It's pretty. Okay. It's pretty abstract. Obscure reference. I like it. Okay, Jaws. You did Jaws already. No, that I was did Shark. Ah, ah, oh. oh. Jaws. Um. Oh, yeah. Jaws is something with big teeth. Ah. Oh, uh. Jurassic Park. Nice. I liked the. I liked listening to you go through the logic process there. That was good. All right, two more. Paris. Paris. Can you give me the year? <laughs> That's too easy. Uh, I don't know what the year is, but it's recent. Paris. It's not Deadpool. It is Stern. Yeah. No, I don't know. Black Knight sort of rage. Paris. What's that got to do with? Yeah, I don't, actually don't know. Yeah. Okay. Final yeah. one is Watson. Come on, Ryan. Wait. You were so cocky. I was way too cocky. I knew like I mm-hmm. knew Metallica, and I knew uh, I knew about three, actually, not five. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's Watson. Watson is Avengers. Oh. Well, you were garbage at that one. Thank you, Doctor John, for once Fuck. again crushing Fuck Ryan. You, Dr. He did John. okay on the spinner quiz, but yeah, that was a that was a that mega was fail. Thanks, Doctor John. You know what? If you <laughs> asked me the same questions again, like right now, I would have already forgotten most of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, you tried. An attempt was made. Can someone tell me why hey. why Paris? Yeah, I don't know. What's the reference there? Yeah, let us know, please. Um, before we get into my favourite segment being shit theme, we need to talk about the winner of the last shit theme poll, okay? Oh, sure. I'm coming back to Cam. How did, you, how did you go with the picture of Vulcan's crutch? I didn't use Vulcan. I used Delta in the end, and that actually didn't go so well for me. So we, we couldn't do a proper poll because polls have been zucked on Facebook. Um, so I just had people comment. And I put up a picture of Delta from Gladiators Australia, and then I also had a picture of um, Ned Ryerson. Let me read you some comments because the winner – I'll just read the comments and, and you can work it out for yourself – there was a landslide victory for one of those people. Okay, we had Delta of Gladiator. Again, Delta of Gladiator all the way. Um, Delta is hotter, but Ned's callouts and mode possibilities are clearly superior. Ned for the win. <laughs> Eric said, watch out for that last drain. It's a doozy. <laughs> so we're clearly calling that for Ned. <laughs> um, Joe said, Groundhog Day, you still get three balls per game, but it always says ball one. <laughs> mm, that's pretty good. Put yeah, your someone else loving hand wrote... in mine. <laughs> someone else just wrote Bing. <laughs> um, so there's you know there's a lot of Groundhog Day. Yeah, isn't it, isn't it funny that Ned Ryanson is like meant to be like one of the most annoying characters ever, but everyone loves people freaking loved him. Like, oh, let me. T- I won't read them all out, but let me tally them up for you. We had two votes for Delta, and we had one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, and one for Delta from Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Um, so three Delta and eleven 
Ned Ryerson. So you win last week's by an absolute landslide, Ryan, which infuriates me. But what I will say is it's called shit theme and there was so much support for yours. So I think that means your theme is actually good. It, it's so a, it's a, on a, it's a popular movie. Like just because a movie's popular doesn't mean it's a good theme. Like it's it's a shit theme in that like no one's <laughs> ever going to make it. No one's ever going to make a Grand yeah. Day Pinball Machine. That's what I oh, classify God. as a shit theme. Like no one's. You're right. Yes, but there is there was some grassroots support for it. I mean, would you rather see would you rather see Ned Ryzen or Food Truck? <laughs> <laughs> we could, <laughs> just before the um the podcast we started um recording. I was like, "Hey Jess, have you got your shit theme ready?" And you're like, "Oh no, I haven't." And I'm, I'm sure you've thought of something now, but you could literally just like <laughs> read out, Anything. like go to this week in pinball and read out like. 70% of the Deep Root themes, and you've got your shit themes of the week right there. <laughs> oh, shots are fired. What's yours for this week? Um, well, before we go into that, I was actually just like, re- yeah, like just realizing Ned Ryanson's kind of like an annoying character and very popular and likable. Um, so I just Googled annoying, <laughs> annoying popular characters in movies. Um, uh-huh. Ruby Rudd from Fifth Element. Have you seen Fifth Element? What? Yeah. Is that... Um... Chris Sucker. What's he... Yes. Oh, I would buy that for sure. A fifth element pinball machine would be sick. Fifth element pinball machine. There is there is a long thread on Pinside about that. Like that is actually one of my. That would be amazing. That's one Multi-pass. of those instant buy things for me. Yeah, multi pass. Yeah, yeah. So that is that is banned from shit things. That is that is a good theme. Um, mm-hmm. Short rounds from Indiana Jones. You cheat, Doctor Jones. Well, you've already got an IJ or two of yeah. them. That doesn't count. Um, I don't really recognize Samwise. Samwise is not a shit. He's not an annoying character, really. We can't have things that already exist in pinball machines. There's already Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Norman Bates. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just like, do you agree that these people are annoying characters? I mean, I not All too right. bad. I'm, I'm sidetracking for no reason. Okay, this week. <laughs> What's your thing? Prepare to lose again, Jesse J. Because <laughs> the okay. shit theme is Office Space, the movie. I've never seen it. Cool. Well, let me blow your mind. Because okay. the the bash toy is a printer, and you just you smack it and you destroy it, just like in the movie. Okay. The modes, the modes, relocate Milton all around the office. Okay, just keep on relocating and not giving you a stapler back. Mm-hmm. Fill in uh, TPF reports. Is this where the the stapler in the Jello comes from? Yes. Okay. Uh, yep. I'm not sure about the Jello. Deploy the virus. Um, the O face mode. Do you know what the, do you know what an O face is, Jess? I don't know, Ryan. Please educate me. Oh, oh, oh. It's from I don't movie. know what that is. What yeah. is that? What are you, you doing? You haven't one for a while, have you? All these long-distance <laughs> relationships. <laughs> All of these long-distance bumps. Bill Lindbergh mode, uh, asking people to come in on Saturday. You just, like, follow people around the office and just, like, ask them, hey, <laughs> so, I, I guess you can... And the number one feature of this is that your bonus, your bonus in Willy Wonka is collecting Wonka bars, your bonus in the office space pinball machine is adding flair, right? Okay. So you have to add lots of flair to your um, your jacket. And there's always kind of like a roving shot um, on any of the shots where every time you shoot it, you add a bit of flair to your jacket. And there's kind of an unlimited amount of flair you can add, just like an unlimited amount of Wonka bars you can get. Um, okay. So I've thought this through. I, I gave it a good five minutes in the park today when I was just chilling out in the sun. So office space. Office space. Yeah, beat that. You know what? I I think I've actually exhausted my creative genius because I have got absolutely nothing. 
you can't give up when we fucking like just created this like segment. okay okay um shit there's an ad on my screen for like a whiskey so okay we're gonna do cocktail with tom cruise what is that a, is that a movie? It's a movie. The movie, I, which I've never actually seen. <laughs> um, but it's going to be called I will, Cocktail. I will, pause and the, be... I will pause the podcast for two minutes so you can come up with a decent response. So in the magic Shit. of editing, two minutes. All right. All right. Let me think. Okay. I've got one. David Attenborough's Planet Earth. <laughs> First, I want to know like how in the one minute that we you know, stopped recording, you thought of that. Uh, Was it it another ad on TV? No, this actually comes back to my dating life. I have been talking about planet Earth with somebody recently and I thought, you know what? That'd actually be awesome. That'd be cool. So David Attenborough actually just debuted on Instagram as well and he's already got like 3 million followers in the last two days. So everyone loves Sir David um, as evidenced by that. Um, Let me think of some modes on the fly. Do you think, just just a random question, do you think David Attenborough's incredibly uh, intelligent but boring monotone voice uh, is conducive to playing like a a pinball machine, a high-energy pinball machine? Did you just call Sir David boring? Say that again, motherfucker. Yeah, like, uh, (gasps) no, I guess, well... (laughs) Can you hear that? Right, just be really quiet for a sec. Shh, shh, shh. Shut up. Can you hear that? What's that, Jess? That is the collective sound of everyone in the fucking world right now booing you. (laughs) David Attenborough is an international treasure, and I am insulted on behalf of the world's population. Give give me one of the call-outs in his voice. (laughs) I can't do so, David. Watch as... Well, no, that's a bad bad (laughs) one. I can't do a British accent. You will see (laughs) <laughs> the Ryan Sea in its natural habitat. I can't do it. I'm atrocious. I can't do exactly. What's that, Jeff? With what's, Jeff? That to, what's that got to do with pinball at all? Well, no, you think about planet Earth though. There's like we can have cool modes where you know there's a mode where um, the seal aggressively eats the penguin. You know where <laughs> the lion chases down the cheetah and mauls it to death. Um, yeah, natural selection. You're, you're just describing the show. You're not describing how that relates to pinball at all. I am. I'm telling you what the modes are, and they all involve predator animal, apex predators <laughs> killing <laughs> small, innocent beings. The art could be really cool. Like, everybody likes animal art. Um, it could be like cheetah, but better. Look, it, you're expecting me to come up with something really good here, and I literally just pulled this out of my ass 30 I seconds I want you to ago. message Dave on um, Davo. On Instagram and say, "Hey, what? this is Jesse J from Australia. You know, would you yep. would you be available to record some callouts for my homebrew pinball machine? Okay, uh, Planet Earth, and see what he yep. says. All right, I'll do. I will. I'll hit him up for free. <laughs> like, yep. say that. Like for, for no free. Money. Don't you hit me back no, with no. money? You're a it's sir. For exposure. <laughs> yeah, you need like you don't have enough Instagram followers. So. I will expose you to my three listeners on Jesse J's pinball adventures." Yeah. Hey, are you are you struggling really with like the nine the nine year old uh, demographic in Western Australia? I can help you with that. I can certainly help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Ivy's so great, Ryan. Every time I remind, every time I remember her, I think, oh my god, how many swears have I said this episode? I'm such a bad role model. You are a bad role model, but you didn't ask to be a role model, so. <laughs> hey, I'm doing my best. I'm trying to be encouraging. <laughs> um. Hey, I've had a brand new idea. 
yeah. we're going to run a brand new idea, which is this. So um, Dave and I have been talking a lot about, this has been really good. The Hashman and I have bonded because you don't like heavy music that much. Um, so we've been talking about that and he's got great pinball playlists that he's been sharing with me that just have awesome rockin' tunes on them. I want to start a Jesse J's Pinball Adventures collaborative Spotify playlist. I want to know from our listeners, what makes you play better? Because I've got a list at the moment that's like, you know, dramatic, like cock rock and heavy metal and stuff. But I'm going to start a collab. This might bite me in the ass, but it could be fun. I'm going to start a collaborative playlist on Spotify, okay? And I'm going to post the link up on Facebook and I'm going to make it open so anyone can jump on and add a track to it. <laughs> add into the list what what you like to listen to when you play, what makes you play better, and whatever the best or funniest one is. I'll, I'll sing a bit a cappella on the next episode, Zach Manny style. Uh, can I just troll troll the account and just, like, play just stupid shit? Of course you can. I want to see a diverse playlist. You can put on there whatever you want. Ideally, Ryan, I want to know what actually makes you play better or what makes you, you know, excited, pumped up. I don't want 25 fucking Fleetwood Mac songs because I know <laughs> you listen to when you play. <laughs> and I love Fleetwood Mac, but I don't want... <laughs> I How about want something uh, from the Ninja Sex Party album? I love Ninja Sex Party. That's great. Chuck it on. Can you can you sing me some Mansion Party? <laughs> well, it... <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop dancing deep into the night. It's a mansion party. You know, nighttime super tight. And if you're feeling naughty, we'll smoke champagne by candlelight. It's a mansion party. And later on, some panda fight. And then you got to talk about agitating the pandas to get them engaged in just, that. T- just do the like the first verse. I thought that, that was the chorus, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, do your the first girl. verse. <laughs> Hey, yo, girl, you want to come to a party at my house tonight? Everyone who's anyone in L.A. is going to be there. I'm extremely rich. <laughs> you are not putting this in the show. <laughs> hey, girl, welcome to my house party. It's a giant mansion, baby. Don't slip on all my money. Yeah, there's a lot of models and some supermodels, too. Don't touch my diamond fridge. It costs more than the country of Peru. Oh, God. But yeah, Ninja Sex Party, look, whatever you want. I want to see what everyone's listening to. Put something funny in there. Make me laugh, and I'll sing one of them, hopefully a bit better than that, on the next episode. What do you reckon, Ryan? Is it going to be a hit? I think so. I think people will collaborate with you. I hope so. Yeah. All right, cool. I think you're going to get a lot of shit music, though. <laughs> I am prepared for that. I mean, arguably, a lot of the music that I listen to, I like Dokken, like non-ironically, so I can't really judge anybody else. Cool. I like cool. Mac. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac are actually good, though. They're so docking. Hey, okay, now I've got another question for you. This is back to actually serious pinball talk for a second. Boring, I know. We just want to talk about 3D printers. But um, I've got... Is the question you're about to ask... Where's the pin bar? (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's the most important question in pinball right now. You know what? I'm not even going to ask what I was going to ask because you're right. Where the fuck is the pin bar? I don't need to know. (laughs) I actually don't don't need to know what I was going to ask you. (laughs) I'm going to ask What are we going to ask? What are we going to ask? No, I was going to ask you, um, so it's a little bit of a story first, which is that I was looking through, you've seen the book I've got on my coffee table, which is Akira Club. Um, It's all the artwork from the anime Akira um, or the manga. I haven't heard of Akira before. Um, No podcaster has ever mentioned it before. So really? congratulations, yeah, congratulations yeah. on being the first person ever to talk about Akira. 
never ever heard. Never. Yeah, there's, there's definitely, yeah, it doesn't ring any bells, does it? It doesn't ring any bells. I don't know. Um, so I have had this book forever and I've never noticed until recently that there's a page in the book that shows a custom Akira pinball machine. Did you know about this? I did because I've did, sat cause... on your couch and looked through your coffee table book and I noticed it and I said, oh hey, look, there's a pinball machine. And I don't, I don't know what the fuck you were doing, but obviously you didn't listen. I was probably cooking you dinner, bitch, making you a tart <laughs> that you weren't going to eat. <laughs> this is why we broke up. Oh my god, we didn't even do our segment this week. Oh, I did Jesse and Ryan break up. Oh my gosh. It's because I cooked you delicious food for which you are deeply ungrateful. <laughs> uh, so it's my turn. Yeah. Wait. Do you? You can. Re- are you choosing to rebut that, or are you just accepting it as truth? It's true. It's true. <laughs> you ungrateful bitch. I, I made you ungrateful. some bomb ass shit too. I made you the best food. All right, go. What do you got? Jess only wears male underwear. <laughs> only Calvin Klein Y fronts. Yeah, exactly. Like the one that you could like get the little pouch to like whip it out, but you don't have yeah. anything to whip out. It's because I haven't got a 3D printer yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. All right. Truth. All right. It's not. It's done. But we'll go with it. Not true? Okay. <laughs> you haven't seen my underwear. That's such a, a lot. You've never seen my underwear, except for I just now just when I flashed you on the Yeah, sky. exactly. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, what was I even going to ask you? Oh, we were talking about Akira. Yeah, okay. So they actually made an Akira pinball machine, and Katsuhiro Otomo, who is the artist, like stuck animation cells on the play field to make it look like an actual Akira machine. So I was like, wow, this is awesome. You know, put that on Facebook. Everyone already knew about it, except for me. Um, <laughs> fine but it got me thinking america and australia and europe obviously love pinball and i know about silver world planet in osaka but what's the market like for pinball in asia because i haven't heard anything about it does it exist uh, Does it pump pretty in? much well i don't know there's a brand new pinball machine called like chinese zombies and it's mm. really penetrating the market quite well and it's from home bin okay um no uh, it's not um, <laughs> yeah no it's not it's not deeply deeply rooted in their culture so like pinball machines is you know it's it's americana like it's 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 an american kind of thing um and it was pretty popular in in europe for a, a long time and it came to australia and we adopted it uh pinball, new zealand likes pachinko it as well but... parlors are huge in japan right they're everywhere yeah but pachinko parlors like you pachinko can't is really... kind of like the early genesis of pinball is it not yeah, like like if you go back to like the nineteen nineteen forties, but then in Japan they there's so many flippers. amazing arcades, and so they've got all of these multi level arcades with lots and lots of different games, and then they've got pachinko parlors. Pinball is the logical middle ground between those things, but it just doesn't seem to be that popular. Why? Um, because Japanese people are incredibly nice, but they're also um, they're a bit pervy, right? Like they're into porn. <laughs> um, you can't put this in the show. No, I can put it in the show because I'm about to fucking prove it. Um, Are we about to start talking about tentacle porn? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ryan. <laughs> there is a Japanese... This better has something to do with pinball. This has fucking everything to do with pinball. Is it zingy bingy? No. It <laughs> is, Python Angelo? It is worse than zingy bingy. This makes, okay. this makes Python Angelo look like a saint. Um, <laughs> I'm scared. So I'm about to send you, uh, let's go to WhatsApp. I'm about to send you a Japanese game. And this never came out 
like this never got translated to English. So if you want to play this okay. game, like you need to create like a like it could be on a VPN and create like a Japanese Switch account. Um, right. <laughs> okay, I've just sent you a link. Fast forward, like maybe. Oh. Fast forward two minutes and twenty seconds in, and describe to the beautiful viewers out there what you can see. Oh God. Um. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't even have words. What can you see, Jess? Ryan, what the fuck? <laughs> Wait. Okay, so it sounds like there's a woman engaged in some kind of sexual activity there. Are we shooting pinballs at her or into yep. her? Oh, that's uh, awful. <laughs> Remember how upset I was by um, Beauty Melons? Yeah. Multiply that by infinity. That is fucked. Yeah, and then, and then when you get to, like, the wizard mode, you get to the um, sexy challenge. You have to shoot, like, up there and you go to, like, a private little booth to have, like, a sexy challenge against the girl. Oh, my God. This is who made this? Some company out. made it, and N- Nintendo approved it because they're a Japanese <gasps> company. So, like, when you talk about like, why I, isn't it popular? Okay, but I feel like there's we can't... Some racial profiling going on here because there's a lot of pervy shit in America. Too. Big juicy melons, for God's sake! Big ju- juicy melons are everywhere. Perverts are everywhere. This doesn't answer my question. <laughs> uh, doesn't it answer your question though, because I think that's what they want. It answers the questions that I never knew I had. That's for sure. <laughs> no, it just it just isn't a, a part of their culture, so um, it, okay. it's very hard for it to become popular now after all these years. I mean, there's still people that appreciate it. Um, I've got like I, when I went to Silver Ball Planet in in Japan, like there were, there were people there, and they're super into pinball. Yeah. Um, it's okay. just they just never it's a lot more rare. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I'm glad that we took that extremely roundabout and fucked up path to the simple answer which is really just it's not that popular in asia popular. thanks yeah. ryan if people want to look up what i was talking about i think it's called peach ball uh, so just look up nintendo switch peach ball on youtube so messed um, up. it's kind of like m 15 plus um ivy's dad did not show it to her thank you ever <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh ryan all right, well, um, that seems like a good place for me to conclude my <laughs> contribution this week. I'm scared to say anything else to you because you'll probably just send me straight up porn. So have you got anything else for me? Do you think tentacle porn would be a shit, a good <laughs> game with a shit theme? Depends who you ask. <laughs> I've never watched tentacle porn. Wait, is it, wait, is tentacle porn only in comic book format or is it actually like... This is not my area of expertise. <laughs> don't you you spat out tentacle pawns immediately, so don't don't pretend like you haven't seen tentacle pawns. Just because I know that it exists. What's the rule rule thirty six of the internet? If it exists, there is porn of it. So there's probably pinball rule, porn rule as well. Rule thirty four, Jess. Oh, it's my bad. <laughs> You're a noob. You didn't even know about pointy elbows. I know, yeah, you were definitely right. I apologize for that. Yeah. It definitely is pointy elbows. Pointy Who's knees better sounds better. No, it doesn't. I'm scarred now. I need to go and drink my sorrows away. <laughs> All right, Jess. Thanks for chatting to me. <laughs> Good luck with Tim Saxon. Oh, my God. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> Goodbye forever. Bye. Dear me. <laughs> You're a fucking animal. Can't stop, won't stop dancing deep into the night. It's a mansion party You're that tiger, super tight And if you're feeling naughty We'll smell champagne by candlelight It's a mansion party And later on the panda
I don't think there's anything this time. Like I'm that's I'm including the entire podcast. That was a good take. I'm not even <laughs> editing. Like that's it. Oh my god. Unless okay. you say something that's now. It. Unless you say something now. <laughs> when you say something really fucked up, I watch Tentacle Point. Do not <laughs> <laughs> I can see you getting so excited just then you're like, Yes, say it. Say it, Jess. <laughs> Give the people what they want. Too late. It's in. It's in.